a two, a one, two, three, four. I mean, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. And then I think there's a Does it podcast. say podcast? She is the queen! No, I just took a picture of myself. Okay, great. Do we have to stop every 10 minutes for your beauty filter? Just look at So the lady who did a colonic on me, sorry to start to add into this, <laughs> oh, the podcast about colonics, but this was, uh, in Colombia, Colombia, we went to New York city for oh, the right. show for 10 yes. days or whatever. And you were going skiing or something after that, something, I don't know where you were going. I don't think it, it was the middle of summer though, right? It was the middle of summer. I was skiing. Oh, we you went, were going. We went somewhere. Water rafting with your family. I don't know. Are you going to a family something? Oh, it was a family reunion up oh. in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we did horseback riding. Okay. It was terrible. I, <laughs> I love horses, so. I mean, the reunion was great. Yeah. The horseback okay. riding was not. Yeah. Um, and then I did a colonic the day after the show when I was flying back to Colombia to Medellin. <laughs> the colonic for Colombia. Yeah, colonic for Colombia. It was really, really great. Um, and I was so tired afterwards. Like, I woke up early, and I think the client was really like, drained. Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> <laughs> very nice, Kevin. Um, I was very drained. I So she was like, it's an odd reaction to have. Oh. Because normally people have colonics, and they're like... Yeah, energized. I had the colonic. I went to sleep. Perfectly fine. Um, and then I had the colonic at nine. Woke up early, blah, 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 went to the colonic. 10 o'clock, I got back into bed. I was so tired, got back into bed, and then had to get up, right? And, and then yeah. get my stuff and okay. go to yeah. JFK. But I was so, so tired. I think I slept all the way to to Colombia, you know, like I was just, I don't know. It took me two days to recover. It's very much a scene from like Real Housewives of New York for you to arrive at JFK <laughs> on your trip and be like, I'm just too tired, I had my clock. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. I, I'm, I'm here for it. She was like, that. no one's ever told me they like slept right after a colonic and couldn't, couldn't, couldn't keep up like um, i just could not i couldn't keep awake you know mm. it was very weird i remember i had to go and pick up something from the post box or something of that sort um in long island city yeah. but the whole time was a blur and then the train we couldn't get the train so had to get a oh. cab for me to go to i the remember train. this because we were like texting you yes <laughs> and the only thing i had was kombucha but i was like this like, and it was like, will she make it? Will uh, she not make it? And, Who and should say? Even I was asking myself if I'm going to be able to make it. Anyway, so the lady was like, I got up and I said, oh, you know, I stopped being vegan because, like, my mind was going crazy. 
you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mind person. But for, for the longest time, one, I have these things where sometimes, like, if I'm walking too much or I do something, like, I just get pins and needles. Mm. My feet, mm-hmm. like, stop mm-hmm. working. I mean, if anyone has, let me know. I'm going to go on TikTok one day and do a whole story because somebody out there yeah. has exactly what I have. And, like, at some point once, I remember when we were doing uh, Zoe's show mm-hmm. in the Bella Funeral, which is a great, like, yeah. um, I went there they were still rehearsing and when I came back I was walking with the 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 movement director of the show and my feet stopped working and I fell on the street and he was like what's going on and I said I can't I can't get up I can't feel my feet and he was like he was like scared like what do you yeah. mean you can't feel your feet I'm like I can't like you know like yeah. I can't feel my feet my feet, I can't walk it was just like the craziest thing, but it's the pins and needles that happen to me where I just mm. can't. Like sometimes in the middle of the night, I I like I need to stand up and because I'm just like I I don't know what to do, you know. Anyways, so she's like, I told her no, I'm like being, you know, had I not gone and taken like I take all the supplements, but there was something about not getting all the nutrition like when i'm completely vegan it's even hard for me to eat enough yeah yeah, do you know what i mean there's something about like it's just really hard for me to eat enough and so i mean if you're vegan soy and nuts are your two main like protein and i'm allergic to to both of those so it's very hard to it's it's just really hard for me to so like actually incorporating eggs and milk and cheese things yeah like that's been really helpful, oh, no. even though it's not good for my 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 system generally. But yeah. like oat milk now is like Ireland a, is the era of oat milk. Ireland era of oat milk, so I'm happy, very happy. Happy about pear it. oat milk. Happy pear. If you're oat, ever in Ireland. Happy pear oat milk is the oat <laughs> milk. Oh my gosh! I like I want them to be big, but also at the same time I don't want them to be that huge yeah, that they're all over the world because it might water down. Right now, mm-hmm. it's quality oat milk. Quality. Anyways, um, and she was like, oh, I don't think you were doing veganism right. <laughs> and who are you? She was colonic lady. lady. <laughs> who are you to tell me this? I'm not doing vegan. <sighs> Anyways, never you weren't, mind. You weren't paying $20 a meal from... Sweet green. I had hemp oil. I had day. every everything possible, you know, constantly. I was living on vegan blogs, but I realized that it's very different vegan blogs in in white America than vegan veganism in in any other ethnicity, mm. because some people like Indians have been vegans. For, the, for centuries, for do, you know what I mean, and so like if you rely on that, you're actually going to think you your body might suffer because mm. Indians do things that have kept them alive and well and in good thinking and mind and yeah. for a very long time. They've done this. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. they know the formula. You know what I mean. So you have to go to like. Communities that know already, not communities that are just like, this is the new in thing. So, you know, like they're the biggest bloggers, but I was like, even for them, for the longest time, like you'd watch all of these blogs, right? And as they're going through their journey, 
they're getting old. Like, they look scary. Do you know what I mean? They look drained and it's like, you don't look good. Do you know what I mean? And I'd just be like, do they realize that they don't look good? Like, that, that, this is bad, that they look blue? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, they look purple. They look like death. They look like death. <laughs> but they're so skinny. They're so skinny. <laughs> Especially, like, the raw fruit world, oh, yeah. where they don't, like, normally get oils and things like that. Mm. It, for me, got to a point where I was like, this is why they committed so many crimes. <laughs> in that world because they literally went crazy. Yeah. There's I mean, so many scandals about them. Verges on cult. Yeah. Cult land. And also, your mind when you're not getting oils and this and that, I'm telling you, like, it is essential to the body. That's how cults work. Yeah. They deprive you of certain things. Yeah. And then you start thinking differently. It's so crazy. And, of course, some of those blogs were completely lying. Some of them, yeah. like, were actually eating meat. And just having, like, the YouTubers or whatever. They were huge. Like, uh, you know, but the ones who were really, like, eating only raw, Kevin, I'm telling you, I saw them deteriorate. Deteriorate. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I Like, are they, am I the only person here who's vegan or who's gone raw who knows that this is, this is deterioration? Like, you know, like, this is not cool. How is no one pointing this out? That's not right. Anyways, I'm I'm not going to, you know, you can come at me vegan. Like, I'm I'm already there. I've done it. Been there. Done it. I'm still a vegetarian. I'm never going to eat meat. So do whatever you need to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, trouble. <laughs> I just brought trouble. Bring on the trouble. Yeah, you're like, supposed to try to keep it away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're welcoming it in. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you? Do you? Uh, just be awake. No one should convince you of anything. Mm. You should you you should be able to choose for yourself. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's all. And YouTube is a good source of information, but it shouldn't be the only source of information. And also gurus. Like, take mm. a guru at I I accept your help. I won't believe everything you say. It's like a church minister. It's yeah. like a, a this and a that. I won't, there's been many people who went to the doctor and the doctor never believed them or the doctor never diagnosed them correctly. You, We can't just like take everything in yeah. and be okay with it, you know. We can be reasonable, but we can't, you know, make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. Anyways, try, yeah. Uh, let's listen to a little of the album version of Trouble. Trouble. Mr. Vic, thought you were my friend. Thought you'd be the one I take a bullet for. I can make you fear. In this atmosphere, you pick a side and now you're there. You could be here. This sight will save the crazy. You drown out all the enemies. You trouble. I don't need you trouble. Uh, let's talk about Mr. Vic. Yeah. Because 
people don't really know him yet. Yeah. We've like posted a few yet. things about Mr. Vic. Yet. Uh, yeah. He is. He is. He's the real deal. He's the real deal. He's the real deal. Like, Mr. Vic is probably the best guitarist in the world right now. Alive. Right now. I have to call it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He is um, Zambian, South African. Um, Comes from my hometown uh, in the desert. Where, like, a lot of intense talent comes from. And it's weird, something about people in the desert or who come from like just strange towns that you know but this little town particularly has a hold on the arts it's crazy the arts and education it's like a strange yeah. strange town like didn't it have it, at one point it had like the largest recording, recording studio in africa in Af- yeah yeah the the top recording studio in africa Michael Jackson recorded that. Yeah, in the middle <laughs> uh, of nowhere. Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um really cool. So he comes from this this place, and like when I was going back to South Africa, to, so sometimes like you know you, you tell people, I wrote this. I write what you call rock, or the sound that you hear as rock, because I come from that. Not that I'm emulating anyone. Sometimes people don't want to like mm-hmm. believe you because they're like, no, there's only one Africa. There's only one way to be an African person. Mm-hmm. There's only, you know, and so like, I just get so exhausted telling people, explaining to people. But I called my brother and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to need to work with someone there. Do you know of like a great guitarist who who plays rock or who plays what like what I play and he was I asked him about a guitarist and he said don't say anymore I've got one I know who you're talking about who does the strange stuff you do (laughs) and I met Mr. Vic once and I was just like what's going on but Mr. Vic explains what I know to be our music and also how I interpret music because you can be of a culture and interpret your cultural music in a specific way. And I think within the polyrhythmic Khoi, San, San people, the all those Tswana, Kosa, blah, blah, blah groups, it is interpretation of who we are that makes us different or different artists or different this of genre specific mm-hmm. or interest specific, you know? And so... My interpretation of music, Mr. Vic immediately understood. Mr. Vic is the kind of guitarist I can say, can you play this and then go and find a, like a, a like a seven feel to it or like a, a quasa feel to it or mm-hmm. this feel to it. Um, and Mr. Vic will be like, in just a second, in just three seconds, bring it in. In three seconds of it, you know, not go all the way, uh-huh. but bring it in. It's just the weirdest thing. And so he's ex- he's been able to explain what what I've been trying to say that like this has always been our music. Mm-hmm. It's just that there's certain people like me who interpret it in a specific way. You find actually very heavy rock musicians in Zambia 
you find heavy metal artists in Botswana, a huge, a big like community of that. Mm. You find, um, you know, I would say those two countries and maybe in other places, like you specifically find what you call rock music. It's the interpretation of our music mm. coming into the space. Yeah. And so like, you know, to look at these two places as, wow, they're heavily rock. And I'm talking Africans, indigenous people who who decided to play inter- their interpretation in this way. Yeah. So Mr. Vic has been this person, yeah. just like the most amazing guitarist. He is also super cute. And he's like, he, like, you know, if he listens to any of this, he'll be like, is that me? Is, <laughs> is, is that, did I really That's play this? <laughs> I love it. He's he's also super well versed in like Western rock world. Like Like, I remember, he he would just like sit on his phone and watch ACDC live concerts because you can recognize yourself in it. You can. Like like, I listen to that. You know, I listen to a lot of the people I listen to are Western because it's my music, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so I recognize it as oh. This is my people. These are yeah. my, these are my people because we all have. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are my people. And Mr. Vic is that too. Like he is super well versed in all. He can tell you any yeah. moment. Yeah, there was this concert of like ACDC, or there was like this concert of like, you yeah, know. He knows everybody. Yeah, he knows everybody. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, we'll have to bring him on and talk to him when we're in South Africa, mm. hopefully. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, his especially in this song. I mean, in a lot of songs, his like licks have become very like Special. like the hook. Yeah. Yeah. piece of the song yeah but i remember I, when we first played actually played it for chris uh-huh. who's our producer for the remix and chris is an uh uh he lives in ireland but he's swedish he's african swedish um grew up in sweden so it's not like is is not like me in a way <laughs> you know um and so it's some some things he definitely gets some things he's just like he he came in into the space going I can't believe African people are doing this mm. which is funny because he's Congolese he's well, well he's he's Congolese by by his parents he's Swedish but he came in going did somebody force you to do this <laughs> and it was so weird because I I know Congolese people to do this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how I really learned about guitarists playing pedal and messing yeah. with it and was, was Congolese shows in New York City. The what was that? Were they from the Congo? The the band when we played at the Apollo. They're from Guinea Bissau. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, but they're also within a rock world. Yeah, yeah, like a wild a wild like, band omg yeah so like do you know what i mean so i was just like oh maybe he hasn't lived in that world immersed himself because that guitar in particular gets messed with mm. you know mm-hmm. and so it's like oh that's so weird and then we left it for a while uh-huh. and then once we got to the record to a certain point we were just like we'd like you to add these things you know but i think what switched for him was oh my gosh you do like this you did write this and then it was, other Africans are doing it? This Mr. Vic is the one who convinced him mm, that Africans mm-hmm. are doing it because to play guitar at that level like mm-hmm, that, for mm-hmm. him, like, shook him, you know? It really, really shook. He was just like, 
Yeah, yeah. to the point where, like, in the mix, he had it higher than everything. <laughs> <laughs> we had to tell the We had to be like, no, 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 no calm down here. <laughs> like, uh, let, let's, let's listen to it. my friend thought you'd be the one I'd take a bullet for I can make you feel in this atmosphere you pick a side and you're there you could be here this side we save the babies we drown out all the enemies Never be surrounded by these crazy things. Happy Ooh. I'm here. I like it. I mean, like, I love the way Chris produces. Mm. Like, also just, like, quality yeah. is 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 on a different level. I really, 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 really like what he does. So this song reminds me of, especially in the beginning, um, besides the fact that it's like this, you know, this new country thing. Yeah, it is a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Uh, it's the new country kind music. Of like, oh, I'm in like a pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a country girl, so it's a thing for me. You know, I think sometimes I write in a country way, just because like rural people over the world are the same. Saying it now, every <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> same same people, same people. It doesn't matter what culture. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, you're talking about Chris. I think you're going somewhere else. Oh, so the song when it starts. Oh yeah, yeah. So remember, I made you listen to Kajanin last week. Yes. It just oh, feels it, like yeah. yeah, some bolera, like that particular song, because I know that Kajanin lives in Europe somewhere. So that production, her production of songs are made in, and Chris did this thing with a song that is just like so Kajanin. You know, it's like mm. boop boop. It's like it's it's a weird you know it gives 80s yeah it gives yeah it's really it's really cool you know it is it is a little retro but but not. very yeah. very like new country yeah. like how like you know all of these new country musicians and also what what you know the kind of reclaiming of country mm. within black society in america right, right now yeah. you know so you you're finding a lot of country musicians that are black where they were always there but like like you know because of racism i suppose like it, they just weren't visible right and it's kind yeah, of really you know yeah 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 white people yes you know and weren't yes. allowing for anyone where actually the the actual musicians are the ones who are very open to, you know, yeah. people. So it was very, very weird to me. Um, and it's kind of cool now because they're there and they've always known they're there. They're the, you know, they've always right. done their thing, but um, they're now in the forefront and showing up and, you know, 
doing that. Anyways, um, I really like it. I like I like the fact that it has that. Yeah, I think it's a great a great remix. Yeah, a real a really cool remix. It's not the sound yet. It's a remix, of course. Yeah. Um, but um, so actually, trouble is the the song that um, is about the whole record. That so mm-hmm. so if you're listening to trouble, you kind of have an idea. Uh, energy-wise, what the record is about. Or rather, just as an explanation of what the record's about. Mm -hmm. It's about leaving trouble, you know, being in a different space, not wanting trouble, actually choosing peace, choosing to be in a peaceful world or place. I'm always telling the story about, like, how in my family and I think other Dwana families, I mean, like... Indigenous Khoi right now, they they don't care about all of this. Like they're living in a desert. They're, they're out talking li- to some living, trees and like just living, you know, it's just great. naked and happy. <laughs> um, but you know, when we talk about the stories of like old wars of tribes, tribes claiming their territory, we often say um, Botswana's come from Khoi, but we when we were running away and like because we we there's a territory that is ours and it's usually Gauteng and northwest and the the um northern province um and so when we were running away from other tribes as they were like um showing their power we decided to go to the desert and because no one wanted to go to the desert and we were like we're going to the desert and everyone was like oh okay you stupid people <laughs> go to the desert you know but on his own fight there's a video out there where there's like these these women in Botswana who are like meow, 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 in a taxi yelling at people and then the people start coming to them and they're like no <laughs> this is this video explains how Botswana's are <laughs> they're just like, oh! <laughs> it's like after yelling at people I was just like, oh my gosh, that is the most drama thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and so, like, we, we will not fight. It doesn't matter what. We will find a Zulu person to fight. <laughs> to fight, like, you know, like, we'll, we'll just be like, no, I'll make you a coffee. I will, I will pay you to go and fight this person. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not fighting, you know. We'll just stand here while I run. So, you know. And so, anyways, I, we always talk about this about how we ran to the desert but when we got to the desert we believed god so much and god believed us in so in us so much that when we got there we found diamonds and gold and all of these riches that enriched us in secret for a long time and and so like the the point is always like if you are in trouble, go to the desert. And not the literal desert, of course, but like if you're in trouble, go to where you least expect to find um, uh, greatness, you know, to, fight, to, to be fruitful, to be happy, to mm-hmm. be all of this. Go to where you least expect and you will, kind of a thing. Yeah, so. and, you know, I was thinking about this the other day because you, you tell that story frequently when we play it live yeah. just to, like, get people in the right mindset. And it, it was also like... 
Oh, that's like kind of like us coming to Ireland because it's like yeah. everybody's like, why are you in Ireland to yeah. do music? Like, why aren't you in L.A.? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're from New York. Like, why aren't you not in London? Yeah. And it's like, well, actually, we've had the best success yeah. Yeah. here. Yeah. We're, and we're going like, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you we, know, it's yeah. Uh, it's really interesting to like kind of think about that. Yeah. And there's there's an immediate receptiveness. Mm. It's, you know, like you least expect this place to be the place to get that reception. But there's there's a mood, there's an energy here that, mm. you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and yeah, also hearing you t- talk about some of the stories that it makes me think of and, and we'll get into it next time uh, when we talk about Queen of Nothing. Mm. But, you know, the story of the Queen of the Cats. Yeah. Uh, and there's, you know, there's so much on the album that comes from mm. these different stories, historical yep. things, historical things from your life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that when you just listen, you don't totally get it all. Yeah. But then when you know the story and then you listen, you're like, oh, wait, okay. This yeah, is yeah, like yeah. a totally different thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what we're trying to get out with this podcast is, is understand a little bit more. It's just like yeah, knowing a little bit more about motivations of songs of yeah of why we we're doing specific things i i also am thinking that the u.s was a lot like my desert right because i went there not being a musician right just trying to find peace trying Mm -hmm. to find Mm -hmm. whatever you call your people you know Mm -hmm. or just like trying to explore but not trying to stay where I could potentially hurt myself, you know? And so, like, I just went blindly to the U.S. And not only did I find music, like, music hired me. Yeah. You know, like, found me, went, like, outrightly found me. And and music just came to me, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. constantly. It haunts me. And I'm so grateful for it. And it, it happened in my desert, you know, and also the, the great thing about it was that there was a reception of what it is I do that I might have not gotten in South Africa. Yeah. And I think I still won't get until I am a superstar, a world, world renowned. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it's like one of those things, even the genre itself will change because of me. Yeah in south africa because it's something that's never been done done it's something and so like i had to find my desert to to be the south african who can do something that's never Mm. been done there Mm. you know Mm -hmm. kind of a thing so amazing yeah anyways all right well go and listen to trouble Mm -hmm. uh our next episode will will the ep will be out and we'll learn about queen of nothing queen of the cats queen of the cats Mm -hmm. Oh, you know we're going to listen to that. No, no. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> I don't want us to be happy.